Welcome back to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We truly believe you're made for more and have purpose in Christ. Here, everyone, all ages, backgrounds, and walks of life are welcome to dive into the Bible for godly insight on topics we all deal with to ultimately seek truth. Thank y'all so much for listening. Let's get this party started. Hey guys, welcome back to Tell Me About It, episode four of season two. What a great journey we've been on so far. I'm Sarah. I'm Liz. And today we're talking about something that is relevant and important. Yeah. And if you're not into local things or um, politics or any of that, well, newsflash, it's an election year. Mm -hmm. And there are just some things that need to be addressed. I'd agree. So we're going to talk today about where faith meets politics. Yeah. And I think that sometimes we get in this idea that like faith and um, church and state are so separate. But I think that our faith should inspire how we interact and engage with the state. Absolutely. And I'll just be completely upfront. This is out of my comfort zone. We're not going to say who we're voting for or any of our personal opinions here. This is just how do we function? Yeah. So Liz, just to let you guys know, is a super informed citizen. She, I would call her like our political correspondent here yeah. at Chosen Girl. <laughs> I don't know about all that. No, but, but seriously, it, it always pays to have a friend full of wisdom with an unbiased opinion. So Liz, let's just right out the gate get started. Yeah. What is our role in society as a Christian citizen? I think... For me, the way that um, I really approach this is I broke it down into three different things that yes. we're really called to do. Um, the first would be respect our elected officials because you respecting them is, should not be contingent upon whether you agree yes. or your approval. Um, they were elected. God calls us to um, to pray for these people like that are our authorities. And when I say like not just our elected officials, I want to preface and say like this also counts for your boss, your principal, your dean, whoever, whoever's running, like whoever in your life that is an authority. I think it's important that we also loop them into this as yes. well. Um, the second is I think it's really important that we stay informed about the issues when we when we think about like policy and um, and just like political climate that we're just informed. And when I say that, I think it's really important, like, hear me out on this. And being informed does not mean being influenced and being influenced is not the same as being informed. Wow. Because it is really easy to just listen to the same news radio or news station or radio station that you've been listening to your whole life. And sometimes you do get a little bit of information, but sometimes you also get a lot of opinion mixed in with those facts and you don't always get the whole story. Yeah. And so I think it's really important that you diversify what you listen to, what you, what news sources you read. Um, just make, try your best to know the full story before really forming an opinion versus just taking the opinions or the words of other people as fact. Yes. And then the last thing is like, just do something. I think that, that those three things, you know, like, Respecting our elders, staying informed, but none of those really matter unless we actually put something into action, unless we do it. And it's very similar to like our faith. Yes. In the sense of like, you can believe in God and that you can know the word, but if you do nothing, if it doesn't inspire any change in you, in your actions, are you, are you, I mean, do you really believe it? Believe it like you say you do. 
That is so true. And ultimately, while you're talking that whole time, guys, it doesn't matter what you've grown up believing. It doesn't matter what you're being fed right now with information. The whole purpose of this podcast is to seek truth, mm-hmm. not only in what's going on around us in society and culture in the world around us, but also with our faith. If you've been a part of uh, you know, a family or a church, you know that is great and how blessed we are to have grown up in faith and that's awesome but also in turn with that like we've got to check ourselves Mm -hmm. for hey you know this is tradition this is what I've been taught and this is important but what is the truth Mm -hmm. from God's word yeah there's a train going by I don't know if you guys can hear it we've got some fancy new microphones I hope y'all are enjoying that but anyway squirrel right but you're absolutely right that is really important. Like seeking truth. Like I mm-hmm. want to know the truth. And and there's so many negative connotations that go along with politics. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit that I have been guilty of completely ignoring things in the name of just being like laid back or free spirited or, you know, I just want to show God's love. And yes, that's true. But you can do that and be informed and know what's going on and what you can do about it. Right. But also, like, for you students, the train is still going. I don't know if y'all can hear it. <laughs> for you students, like, I think that it's important that we analyze, like, how do we treat our teachers? How yeah. do we treat our authorities? How, you know, because that seriously is going to shine a light on who you are as a human being. Mm-hmm. And the God that you serve. Exactly. And then, too, with respecting authorities, you never know when that's going to come full circle. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember joking around in classes in high school and then come senior year, I needed letters of recommendation. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you never know who's watching. You, you never, never know. know who you're influencing. Mm-hmm. So just a warning right out the gate here, like what you type on Twitter and Facebook and what you put out on Instagram, it matters. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like where we try to glorify our own opinion more than God ends up building a fence rather than mending fences and like showing Mm -hmm. God's love in that. Because immediately, if you're aggressive in showing your political opinion or even your opinion about a certain stance, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that with Christianity, like sin is sin and there are certain things we have to take a stance on. But if you're trying to present that and you aggressively present your passion, Mm -hmm. sometimes that can do more harm than good. Yeah, it very easily can. So we're going to kind of be going back and forth in this very real conversation with, oh my goodness, we have an opinion, but Mm -hmm. what is most important? So that has to do with both our faith and what we believe And that also has to do with what's going on in the world around us and how we vote and, Mm -hmm. and what hot topics are going on on CBN right now or whatever new, you know, like what's going on in the world around us. Mm -hmm. So let's get started with what the word says. Yeah. I'm going to start with, uh, Romans chapter 13, um, verse one, let every person be subject to their government, their governing authorities for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. And I think that this is really important to remember at the end of the day, regardless of who is in the White House, who is in the State House, who's in Congress, who's at, who's your mayor, God is in control. He is sovereign over all. Yes. There is not a single thing that happens in this world that is unbeknownst to him. So true. And that he is in control. And it's okay to like, to, I think it's imp- when we say that that is not a 
get out of jail free card for like why even participate if God's going to handle it anyways. Right. But don't forget what he's called you to do. Um, but ultimately don't be so, um, I guess, influenced in your opinions of people because they can't even hold a candle to God and who he is and the plans and the will that he has for our nation. It's so true. That's so good. What a peace that brings. Mm -hmm. Because there's, I mean, things aren't exactly great in the world. Yeah. And they haven't been, and they Mm -hmm. never will be perfect. Right. And when that fear creeps along, we have to remember who our real authority is, but Mm -hmm. also at the same time balance showing love and respect toward who is currently our authority. Absolutely. And I think that even goes for things like parents. Mm -hmm. You know, God's called us to respect who's in charge. Mm -hmm. And that is a reflection of our love for God and of our faith is how we treat those in charge. So that's really important. Um, one of my favorites is first Timothy 12, one and two is to pray for our leaders. And the mm-hmm. result of that is peace. Yes. And I think that so many times we can talk more about our leaders than pray for them. Yes. And th- another thing that I think about, because I've been in very small leadership positions, whether it be, you know, like I'm a business owner or at church being a youth leader or whatever, you know, you may make a decision as a leader and you see every single factor that went into that decision. Yeah. But the people below you may not see every single factor Mm -hmm. that went into that decision. So I think it's so important to pray for wisdom and guidance and peace and provision for our leaders because their decisions affect us. Mm -hmm. Somewhere down the line, trickle down, your teachers, your parents, your boss, your mayor, that it affects you. It does. Yeah, that's why they're there. And they need help. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a huge load to carry. But the thing is, is that how much does it cost for you to pray Nothing. for our leaders? It's something so simple and literally takes seconds to do. And I think it is a question that we should constantly be asking ourselves, especially amidst our, like, current political climate. Are we praying for our leaders as much as we're talking or tweeting about them? Yes. Or, like, disagreeing with them? And And with our faith, are we praying about our problems as much as we're talking about them? Right. You're absolutely right. And I also want to just like plug a little bit and say that praying for them does not necessarily mean that you're praying that they will agree with you or that they will like be enlightened to understand your point of view. Yes. I think it's really important to like come back to your center and remember, God, I understand that you are in control amidst all the things that are happening in this world, but I want to pray for this leader because I know that you've put them into this space and I pray that you will like create an honoring heart and like reverence that I have for them and respecting them. And that can be a great example, but that also doesn't necessarily mean that you have to agree with them all the time, that you have to change your opinion in that. Yes. But I think that you can very easily pray and respect them in that manner. Like you would any other, like the leader of your church. And, you know, sometimes, like, for me, I'm like, what does that prayer look like? And Mm -hmm. that was a beautiful example of what you gave, of what that prayer could look like. But also, like, if you don't know what to pray, guys, and this is praying for leaders, praying for your enemies, Mm -hmm. like, God knows exactly the situation. He knows the hearts involved. Mm -hmm. And all you got to say is, Lord, I lift up this coach that I have. I -hmm. lift up this boss. I don't know what's going on. And you know how I feel about it Mm -hmm. and fix my heart where it needs to be fixed Mm -hmm. and just do what you need to do with them. Like you don't even have to know what to say. Yeah. You know, something that just comes to mind is um, 
uh, a few years ago, I um, was, I was, I think I was out of college or I maybe I'd just graduated from graduate school and I'd gone home to visit my family and my dad, I, I'm up from out in the country and we drive into town. So about 10, 15 minutes. Well, I had plans and my own thing and my dad had sent me back to town and he was about to send me for a second time. And I remember, so I was obedient and like, I went like he wanted me to. And I just remember being in the car and I was so mad. And I was like, God, why help my dad to understand? And that's when the Holy Spirit was like, are you seeking to understand? Wow. And Conviction. That, yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Skirt. Um, like, I think that was the first time that I really realized that out of all the times in my life when I was seeking, um, I was seeking to be heard by God or seeking to be heard by these other people, but I was never really seeking to listen to them. Wow. And that my, my perspective is what mattered most. Yes. And that was just like a personal example of some, of a time that happens. And I'm not saying that it'll never happen again, but it was a very, it was a moment that really shaped how I moved forward as an adult and realizing that like when someone makes a decision, I shouldn't always say, well, why can't they see it my way, but seek to understand why they made that decision. Yes. And that there's no shame in asking questions. If you do not understand somebody, especially when we talk about the touchy subjects like politics, it's okay to say, wow, I didn't know that. Can you elaborate a little bit more? Yes. Would you mind sharing where I can read more about this? But asking those kinds of questions um, allows you to become a more informed citizen, but also helping you form your own opinions and not just taking the words of others around you. Yes. So real quick, I, I don't mean to skip down, but just no on this subject. So for me personally, this, and guys, please don't mistake my heart when I say this, it's really hard for me to care. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by this is I'm a very free-spirited person. I'm like, I'm given information, and I'm like, okay, that's what happened, and then I move on. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean I don't have an opinion. That doesn't mean I don't legitimately care. It's just that I have trouble prioritizing information mm -hmm. and how it pertains to me. Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to politics. And I am one of those guys, I hate confrontation. I hate giving my true opinion on things sometimes other than like the chosen girl fam. Like y'all pretty much know how I feel about lots of things. <laughs> but like, it, it's hard for me to be passionate about that because I feel like I've been so jaded and I've rolled my eyes so many times because people on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram just kind of let it all hang out, for mm -hmm. lack of a better term, with how they feel about things. And I don't want to be seen as looking like that. Yeah. Do y'all know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I know y'all can't respond back, but <laughs> I'll just pretend you're in the car saying, yes, girl. But like... And I hope you do that. <laughs> but for me, I feel like it's against the grain of how I'm wired mm -hmm. to show healthy concern. So what I know that we've talked about respecting our authorities, respecting um, and praying for them, and then also being not influenced, mm -hmm. but informed. Mm -hmm. So what, for someone who's like me, who's like, yes, like I just have so much trouble like knowing what news channel to flip to. Like, is this a biased or non-biased source? And then also like, why should I care about this? Like mm -hmm. what's going on? Um, can you explain to our listeners what you explained to me about that source that you, you told me about? Yeah. To, yes. So just to miss like our current 
political environment with the election com- is coming up, like we can't ignore it, like you said. Um, one of the things that I learned, I'll tell a little bit of a story. I interned in Washington, D.C. Um, several summers ago, just before um, the previous election, I guess a couple of years before, in 2015. And that was really interesting because I didn't work on, the, on Capitol Hill or anything, but um, our job was to educate young people about the citizenship process. So during my time that summer, um, I worked with a lot of people who did care a lot more about um, the political climate and like decisions and things like that than I did. And they introduced me to a website called I Side With. And because of the because of the presidential election, um, it allowed me to answer a bunch of questions regarding everything from um, climate change to um, I would even go as far as like to body cameras and like everything. Oh all wow! The, all the topics that you can think of. I mean, those that's very limiting, but there's a lot of questions on there, and there's always I think there's over a hundred different questions that you could answer. And it allowed me to choose how I felt about that, if I felt strongly about it, if I didn't really care about it, and then put in a response. Either yes, no, it had several other responses, or I could write my own. And I go into all this explanation, please go take the quiz. And I say this just because it's nice to be informed about who you actually side with. Isidewith.com. And it pulls up all the political, the presidential um, candidates. And now it's gotten a little high tech where they've even started including some local ones as well when you put in your zip code, which is kind of nice because you don't always know who your local candidates are if you don't drive by one of their signs. Yeah. Or you're not, you're, I don't read a newspaper every day when I'm not always the best about necessarily having a constant stream of local news. So I think it's important that we utilize these kinds of sources so that we can know that, oh, this candidate cares about the same things that I do. And here is an example of where they've stated this is how they feel about this. This is high on my priority list, and it's high on their priority list. And this may be something, someone I should consider voting for. Yeah. And I think it's really, it's really important because we, we're getting down to the wire about, um, who who's going to be those two people that we're going to pretty much be choosing between in the end. Um, I will also say that it helps you with like political parties. Cause we always think there's only like Republican and Democrat, but there are a lot other political parties that are actually out there and it shows you what percent, what percentage you actually agree with them or you don't. And maybe in which areas they, you, you align with. And um, like I said, I say all of this to say, be informed. It's no, no one is out there trying to like steal your data or like, corner you into a box but if the if the world's not going to know you should at least know yourself you should know yes. why you feel the way you do and what you actually value and sometimes you don't think that something really matters until you can put a face with it that's so true and so like you may have never thought second thing about like the foster care system sarah and i were just talking about that but until you know someone who's been through it or you know someone who's a foster parent yes suddenly that matters so much more Yes. And so you may care more about candidates who agree with you on that front. But I also want to preface and say that we also shouldn't just be blinded by our one issue and disregard anything else. That is so true. And we just had the brief conversation of, do we believe what we believe? Because that's what we've grown up in. Mm -hmm. And that's politics. That's religion. And guys, seriously, we have to seek out in all areas of our life, 
truth from God's holy word. Amen. Truth from the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that he acts as a comforter and a counselor. Mm -hmm. So he's going to counsel you in the way that you need to go. And I know that that gets confusing. Like, why do we all believe different things? Like, Mm -hmm. why do we all, why are there political parties? Like, why are there, you know, it gets really sticky. Yeah. But guys, we have to remember it's so much more important to seek the truth of God than to seek our own opinion being mm-hmm. known, than to seek, I don't know, there's some kind of twisted form of acceptance mm-hmm. that comes from putting your opinion out there. Yeah, And we've even talked about this before on the Chosen Girl page with the Love Your Neighbor study. Why is there such a desire to be heard? Mm-hmm. That's some kind of longing for acceptance. But we have to analyze is what we were putting out there helpful or hurtful yeah. to our faith? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think that with that, not just being heard, but I think oftentimes we're looking for looking to be validated. Yes. And looking for our actions to be justified, for mm-hmm. our opinion to be justified. And it makes you feel like you have a sense of community when you have something to fight against. Mm-hmm. And and guys, that's that's a sick and twisted form of fulfillment. And I feel like you know, if you're listening in your mind and Liz's age, I do feel like it's the generation above us that mm-hmm. feels the need. But then I'm like, hey, look at Twitter. There's millions yeah. of opinions being produced just into the internets. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. And even, you know, with Chosen Girl, like we're always creating content and we're all content creators with mm-hmm. our lives. We're yep. all content creators. But the right. thing is, if we're a Christian, we're called to be like Christ. We're not called to be the best version of ourselves. We're called to be the best version that is us like Christ. Yeah. Linking up with Christ. So never let your own opinion become an idol. Never let your political view become an idol because some people that almost becomes a part of your identity. Mm-hmm. And then your identity isn't found in Christ at all. It's found in what you believe to be true about X, Y, or Z. Yeah. And that's a dangerous place to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like that really creates division, and that's exactly what the enemy would want. Yeah. Because a house divided cannot stand. Nope. It really can't. I just went off on a tangent. That's okay. That's okay. Well, I, I just want to piggyback off of that then. Go ahead. Um, skip over into Titus chapter 3, um, verse 9. Uh, but avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, and dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. As for a person who stirs up division after warning him once and then twice, have nothing more to do with them. So Dang. just as we're talking, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, it. I think it, okay, ladies, we all know those people that are on our Facebook feeds that are constantly just looking. Y'all are thinking for, somebody right now. Yeah. Y'all are thinking of somebody. <laughs> so true. Right now. Who's, who's there, who's constantly on somewhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, kind of almost like looking to pick a fight. And it's just like, there's no sense in all of that. I mean, the word of God literally just and said. And the sad thing is, I feel like that kind of ruins your witness. Yeah. That's really sad to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that last part could preach a whole nother sermon. Like if you've done full with them once or twice about some disagreement, you need to get them out of your life. Like that's a whole nother thing for another day, but that's a word for somebody right Mm -hmm. now. (laughs) And I would also, you know, that makes me think like there's not one like belief or one agreement or one decision that everyone has to, everyone who's a Christian, because you are all Christians doesn't mean that you all have to believe the same thing or think the same thing. As about it a pertains policy. to politics. Yes, as, as it politics, pertains to yes. the decision of man. 
Yes. We should we should concern ourselves far more with the decisions that God has has made and what he's called for us and decisions that Jesus made to be more like him than we should the decisions of man. Like Yes, and it's sad that this has become one of the main um, dividing factors of our faith. Mm-hmm. Like that's absolutely sad to me because ultimately, guys, if you look in Philippians three twenty, like the end goal, we are citizens of heaven. Yeah, we are not of this world, mm-hmm. and we get so consumed with the day to day decisions and opinions and sides and and I don't know about you guys, but it's exhausting to me. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. It How do you be. feel about this? Well, what would the Bible say about this? What about this? Like, why? Why on that <laughs> on that site are body cameras yeah. a major issue? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, <sighs> you feel like you get wrapped. It's so easy to get wrapped up in it. It is, and um, that really brings me back to Isaiah chapter one seventeen. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless and plead the case of the widow. In other words, as Christians and the decisions that we make and the stances that we take, it's important that we are doing for those who can't do for themselves, that we're defending those who can't defend themselves. Yes. I think that we, at the end of the day, that's what this all comes back to. Yes. Very similarly to like, to the neighbor on the, on the path, like who was your, who was your neighbor? The one that helped the man who was beaten and like put him up into the inn. At the end of the day, we're all neighbors here. Yes, and that we should be we should be um, pleading the cause of those who are in need. Like, let's just go out and be good people. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds simple. And I know that this this talk has been really different for the chosen girl community. Yeah. We we've turned into nerds today, <laughs> and I love it. I'm here for it because it needs it's the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. It needs to be talked about. It needs like how do we deal with this? And I think the answer is to seek truth. Mm-hmm. seek the Holy Spirit's guidance and then just do what you know to do. Like yeah. guys, we, we should be so grateful that we have the right to, to vote. Mm-hmm. And earlier when I said I quote unquote, didn't care, I always vote, mm-hmm. but I just don't get so consumed and wrapped up in the everyday ba- banter mm-hmm. about politics. And that's okay. Like there is a healthy balance. Like we were asking ourselves the questions like, Hey, do I make politics an unhealthy part of my belief system or am I completely uninvolved? So like, where is the healthy balance between that? Yeah. I think one thing that immediately comes to mind is especially how we engage on social media. And we've talked a lot about that so far. Um, Whenever you share something, like you said, are you seeking to like just be heard by somebody and validated or are you actually seeking to help inform other people? And I think that that differentiates for me, like that healthy balance of I'm going to share an article that I know is a reputable source. Um, and because it shares a part, like it shares a a part of the story or it shares the most complete version of what I know and not necessarily, you don't have to attach your opinion to it. It's okay to just put things out there without your opinion. But I also want to say like, if someone asks you for your opinion, I'm not saying that you cannot share it, but your goal should not be listen to me. It should be, wow, I think other people should be informed about what's going on. Yes. For example, like in in Iran and Syria. Yeah, I think totally. someone should be informed that there are people around the world who are hurting. And regardless if they share our faith or not, we've been told to be neighbors. Yes. So that's one thing from saying like you're pinch sharing all your opinions, whether you think it's right, wrong, how we should respond, criticizing um, the president, how he's responded to a particular issue. Um, it's okay if you disagree, but I think it's most important 
that you are sharing just information, truth. That you're sharing truth, yes. I should say, not just information. And the magic of communication is you can have an opinion and no one even know about it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. <laughs> what? That's a well, thing. and even in our faith, guys, like we got to think about it. Like you mm-hmm. got to think of the cost. Y'all know in our faith, in Christianity, us humans have a great way of screwing a good thing up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we let denomination and dumb things like what we wear or how we sing. Mm-hmm. I'm being real with you guys. Mm-hmm. We let those trivial things divide us mm-hmm. because we so quickly vocalize how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. And again, we're not saying like, listen, I love me some worship music. I love some good old gospel hymns. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it's all good. Do I prefer to sing some songs versus others? Yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's my style. Yeah. But how dare us say you're singing that song that is a different style than mine and you're wrong for it. Mm-hmm. That's when our opinion becomes an idol. Wow, that's good. In faith, in church, mm-hmm. in politics, in life. Think of the cost of your words. Like you said, I think it was a couple of podcasts ago. It's like a toothpaste tube. Yeah. You can't put it back in. Cannot put it back in. I wanna I wanna share just a couple of more things. Um a, someone in the Bible that really did a great job of honoring their authorities that we don't always think about was David. Yes. And how he honored King Saul. Um, David blessed and prayed for King Saul. And so just in the same way, are we are we trying to bless and pray for our elected officials, for our authorities, for our parents, for whoever's in our and life? And he served. Right, he did serve so willingly. He had multiple chances to kill Saul. He told he was the cupbearer, so he test tasted everything, mm-hmm. and he didn't do it. And I think one of the beautiful things is, um, out of respect for God, God gave. Excuse me, um, Paul, Paul. My goodness, out of respect <laughs> for God, David gave Saul respect. Yes, and, and I, it wasn't because he agreed with everything Saul did. It's because mm-hmm. he res- he knew that it was what God wanted him to do. Yeah. Absolutely. I think um, there's this one, as I was doing a little bit of research, I found a quote in an article, and this quote comes from 1774. So before this was even a country. Right. um, And it says, um, I met those of our society who had votes in the ensuing election and advised them, one, to vote for the person they judged most worthy, two, to speak no evil for the person they voted against, and three, to take care of their spirits were not sharpened against those that voted the other side. Wow. In other words, do what you think is best. And but then you don't that does not require you to divide yourself. Yes. We just read in Titus what happens to those who are in here to divide people. It's okay to have your opinion, but ultimately you we need to act upon it. Yes. God has called us to act upon it. Do something. Yes, I agree. And do it in love. Yes. Do it in wisdom. Yes. In truth. Yes. yes. Not for your own glory, but for mm-hmm. God's glory. Absolutely. It's good. Well, y'all, we are out of time, but thank you so much for joining in this week for episode four. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it so far. As always, make sure that you're following us and that you're subscribing for our podcast. Um, check our notifications for every Tuesday. That's when they'll be dropped. Um, make sure that whenever you wear our merch or you have any 
prayer request or just topic requests, please make sure that you are uh, just send us a message online. We'd love to hear for you from you. Um, we're praying for you. We're just so thankful that you're here. Absolutely. And we'll see you next week. Yes. And also, I just checked our calendar. We released the Bible study yesterday, Liz. Oh, wow. We did. That's right. We're recording this ahead, guys. So <laughs> as of right now, the Bible study's not even done being edited. So we're like, ooh, it was released yesterday. Right. But, but guys, that's downloadable for free on our website. Mm-hmm. And that we pray that is a blessing to you or a small group that you have to your church, a Sunday school um, group, or even just you and your girl gang just gathering at your house in your room. It can be read individually. We designed that just for you. It's been prayed over. It's mm-hmm. been worked over yes. for endless hours. And we just, it's, a, it's basically a guideline mm-hmm. to living the chosen life. And it helps you just kind of kickstart that journey. So we pray that that's a blessing for you. So go check yeah. that out at thechosengirl.com, on our app, all those good places. Let us know what you think. And we'll see you back here next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you all for listening and for being a part of our Chosen Girl community. Make sure you subscribe, screenshot, and even tag us on Instagram so we can share in the love with you guys. We love you, we are praying for you, and we truly believe that God has more for you. See you all next Tuesday.